0: I told you on last night what tea to get. I told you to get that after dinner tea by Puka, and then get that uh, turmeric tea. You combine that together. That's not going to mess with your your sleeping pattern. Pardon me. Neither one of those T's will mess with your sleeping pattern. It won't keep you up. It'll keep you up long enough to do what you know you need to do. Um, I think that's going to be a little bit different. Let, let, let's let it, let it stay right there. Let it stay right there. Okay, there it is. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear it? Okay. All right. Remembering the hymns tonight, since I cannot sing them, uh, I've always been about the words anyway. I will. Read them to you. Uh, They are that powerful. Uh, We are going to do tonight victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story. How a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. That needs to be on as low as possible. Uh, To save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning, of his precious blood's atoning. Then I repented of my sins and won the victory. I heard about his healing, of his cleansing power revealing, how he made the lame to walk again and caused the blind to see. And then I cried, Dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow, Jesus came and brought to me the victory. Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him, and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Yes, victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and he bought me with his redeeming blood. He loved me ere I knew him and all my love is due him. He plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Yes, he plunged me to victory beneath the cleansing flood. Now, uh, that is uh, Carrie Underwood's version. Uh, uh, On another night, I'm going to do the full song for you. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, welcome to the standing between the living and the dead service, abbreviated number 815. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, service, family members. I mention family at the memorial because we deal with the family issues, uh, or rather with the family scriptures that deal with the family issues. And so, at this time, join me in prayer. I dare you to have a little talk with God in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your goodness, your love, your grace and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, tonight I pray that you'll grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, the fullness of the power of your Holy Ghost. To pray and to read your holy word, to teach your holy word, to proclaim and to preach your holy gospel. And Lord God in heaven, I do praise you tonight for bringing us all who are saved a mighty long way. And Lord, I thank you for uh, bringing to my mind today some of the older saints who helped me along the way, and, uh, and Lord, oftentimes the older saints and the uh, the old saints that you put in our lives, you did not design them or us to stay with them, but but to. Uh, do like the genius ideas that uh, the people came up at NASA the people at NASA came up with that it would have to be a uh, rocket from rocket from rocket and then orbiting the moon and then docking back which is absolutely amazing all of that when you think about it, and uh, certainly dangerous, um, but uh, it's, it's like that Lord I do believe in, in the Christian life, that those that you use and you call to do special work, you normally don't allow them to stay with a rocket that long. And they ride with you until you get to a certain place, and then they have to... Uh, and then then you launch off from that person, and then you launch off uh, to another place and dock with something else or somebody else. And, and then they, then you launch from there, and you keep on launching, I guess, Lord, until we launch on up, up to heaven. But um, I, I thank you, Lord, uh, how for showing me and reminding me how important the old saints are who help you to get to where you are in the faith. Because they're connected to not even uh, people, not just the people in modern times, but they're connected, Lord, uh, as you know, to the saints of the past, going all the way back to the saints in the Bible. And so there's a long chain of connection which you have put together, which is absolutely amazing. And uh, I thank you for each person. And uh, Lord, uh, uh, some people don't realize how important that chain is until uh, they're much older. But Holy Father God, I give you praise and thanks for every saint that has had a hand in my life down through the years and uh, helped me in my Christian walk and ministry. And Lord, uh, it's just amazing how all of that works. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for not only the people who Uh, stand with me now, but the people who stood with me for so many years. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, help all of your saints uh, to look back and wonder by your grace uh, those uh, you gave and put in our lives to help us get over and to give thanks to you for them. And Holy Father God, Uh, I praise you and I thank you for that, and I do uh, also pray uh, tonight uh, for those of us who are saved and who are born again. Lord, help us to individually uh, tonight confess our sins, our failures, and our faults. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us of all of our sins as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us crush and crucify Lord our wicked evil and ungodly flesh and the old man within us and fill those of us who are saved by your grace fill us Lord with the fullness and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right to live right To think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. Deliver us tonight, Lord, from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit uh, to do that which is pleasing in your sight. uh, Even tonight, into the wee hours of the morning, if you should tarry your coming and if you'd allow us to live. And all day tomorrow. And Holy Father God, help us to pray without ceasing. Give us a mind to do so. Every opportunity that you give us, Lord, help us to witness to those who are lost. And Lord, I pray for all of my children. I know that Danielle told me that she's still passing out tracts. I pray for all of my children to remember the mission And to continue to give people an opportunity to get saved. Uh, Whenever they have the opportunity. Lord help them to at least leave a gospel pamphlet. A gospel tract. I pray this for all of your saints. And um, across all platforms. Lord I do not know uh, how many we have, Lord, uh, uh, it may be over fifteen hundred right now. Uh, the other night we had uh, over two thousand, and uh, we thank you, Lord, for all of the people who come, even on an August Sunday night. Uh, these people are a few are searching, and some of these people are your people, and uh, they are truly faithful. To come to an off-night uh, meeting where a man basically simply uh, just reads, reads your holy word and expounds upon it a little bit and prays uh, a long time. And so, Holy Father God, I do pray and I thank you for all of the people. Draw them as you see fit and help them to get what they need to get. And Holy Father God... Uh, I know that many of them are pastors, and Lord, I pray that they can, they will get what they need to get and, and uh, go and do likewise. And Lord, uh, I pray for all pastors to start their own devotionals, uh, devotional services, and do it every day. And Lord, I pray that they would do that. And uh, for your glory, praise and honor, and for the people. And Holy Father God, we pray that you will help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray, to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight I thank you especially. I thank you for all of my children and what they have done and what they're doing uh, because of what something big uh, uh, my children did. Uh, they have set us up so that we can focus on ministry. And I thank you for that. What a blessing that is. And, uh, <clears throat> and uh, I pray especially Uh, for uh, Daniqua and Daniel Ezekiel and Danielle, for they are uh, working very hard uh, in the ministry and uh, and just being very faithful by your grace to you. And I just marvel at what you've done in their hearts. And uh, I give you the glory, praise, and honor. Thank you also Lord for Danny Uh, Daniel and Anita and Danae. Uh, But uh, my youngest three have uh, shocked me and surprised me. I never thought, and I don't think I've ever seen the youngest children uh, uh, work harder, even or just as hard as the older ones. And uh, Uh, that to me is rare and but I thank you for it and Holy Father God uh, because of the these three I'm up here tonight for they've already checked me out and set me up and made sure that I'm coming through properly and right and uh, I give you the glory praise and honor for that and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that uh, you would save those who are lost and revive those who are saved, heal those who are sick, comfort those who are grieving, and Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, uh, as I've already prayed throughout this day, uh, I know for a fact that my wife, Marika White, is demon possessed, uh, and uh, uh, because she hurts her own self, and uh, and uh, uh, because she's not saved, and the devil has his way with her uh, whenever he uh, wants to as far as uh, controlling her and and causing her uh, to have a nasty attitude and uh, to try to hinder the ministry. Uh, the devil, through my wife, has been hell-bent on trying to hinder every service since I've known her. It is very, I know, very shocking to people and very unbelievable to people. But I do know also that there are many women who know that this is the case. And I do know also that there are many good husbands who are in the ministry who know about this phenomenon. But we have not talked about it down through the years. And we just read about it when, for example, the other day, a young man who I believe really, really tried to do the right thing. Uh, but the devil got a hold of the situation and, and he not only divorced his wife with eight children, which is, which is devastating. That alone is devastating. Quit the ministry and shut the church down. And that's precisely what the devil wanted him to do. And uh, that's precisely what the devil wants me to do and wants all other men who serve you to do. And oftentimes it is the devil working through uh, the wife of the man pushing him to that point. And uh, I praise you and I thank you that I've never been pushed to that point. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that there are others of your saints, your 7,000, who uh, have survived that attack and that test. We pray for this dear young brother, for he sounded suicidal. Comfort him as only you can. But, Lord, I don't know what's going on with the wife. Maybe we'll find out tonight. Uh, We don't know what's going on. But, uh, or with the children. We pray for them too. And I pray that uh, if it's possible, that they will uh, reconcile and get the family back together for your glory, praise, and honor, and for the sake of the children. But that's what the devil is setting out to do and this is happening happening with many young pastors today and uh, and there are some pastors who uh, they don't need any help from their wife to quit they they're quitting themselves on their own and lord i pray that you'll help them too and so holy father god i pray in the name of the lord jesus christ that you would work a divine miracle breakthrough uh my wife's pride and stubbornness, and, and Jamaican styled pride and pharaohistic pride and stubbornness, rebelliousness, which is as witchcraft. And uh, Lord, help her to humble herself down and come to know you as Savior. Uh, for uh, in the services, because Of how things are set up, uh, my children can still know uh, if uh, something is off and uh, I'm live and so forth, Uh, she acts a little bit better. But behind the scenes and before church, right before church, she acts like the devil. (coughs) And uh, like others, who have this problem can transform themselves into an angel of light when she gets around other people. And uh, nobody would even know that she's this way without my telling them this. And as you know, Lord, I uh, never wanted to do this, and uh, I had I didn't do it for over 30-plus years. Uh, but I thank you for giving me the liberty to pray for her uh, out loud, and up front, publicly and uh, because uh, she's just not saved. And I pray also for other people in our family, not only my wife, Marika White, but uh, her mother, her aunts, all of her family, my mother, my two sisters, and all of our family on that side. Lord, help them to not think just because they're members of a church. Just because they sit in the pulpit, just because they sing in the choir that they are going to go to heaven when they die. Help them to truly understand the gospel and uh, come to know you as Savior. And uh, believe in you uh, so that they can be saved. And so, Holy Father God, I pray this for all of my children as well. I believe all most of my children are saved I'm concerned about a couple and I pray that they would all examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith you have dealt with this issue very very thoroughly very thoroughly and I marvel at that uh, that people can think that they're saved and be lost and on their way to hell, and we'll hear from you not the words, well done, thou good and faithful servant, but uh, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And Holy Father God, I thank you for your word. And Lord, help us to Uh, live by it, and help us to love it, and help us to obey it. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of millions who are religious but lost, and irreligious but lost. Lord, I don't know how you do it or what you do, but whatever you do, I pray that you would do it in their hearts and lives, as one man said. And And as I have said many times, if you can save me, Lord, you can save anybody, And so, Lord, I know that it's not that you're not willing to save my wife. She's not willing to let go of her pride, her stubbornness, her rebelliousness, her lies and her sins, and uh, humble herself and believe in you. And she loves darkness more than she loves light. And so, Holy Father God... Cast the devil and the demons of hell out of her and out of other people in my family and uh, in families across the country and around the globe. And Lord, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell. Please rebuke and bind the devil and the demons of hell. Lord, from our family tonight, and from all other families and churches and ministries that are standing for you, thank you, Lord, for those 7,000, your faithful few and your remnant, for Lord, without them, no doubt, this whole country would be in hell tonight. And so, Lord, thank you for working in the hearts of your people to keep on praying, and to say with Samuel, I will not sin against you uh, by not praying for you. And so, Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight as we all uh, slouch, if you will, Lord, towards bed time, relaxation time, which I think ought to be a beautiful time for every Christian uh, who has prayed up. I do pray That, Lord, you will lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears. And, Lord, help us not to be the kind of people who add burdens of sin to our lives. And then ask you to lift them. No, we don't want to do that. And, Holy Father God, fill us with your peace, the pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart, and Lord, remind every one of your saints, under the sound of my voice and beyond here around the world, that if, uh, as a child of God, if they have sin in their lives, they cannot have peace. Uh, You will not give them peace, because they have offended you, and the fellowship is broken. And if they don't confess it and repent of it as sin, that pain of broken fellowship gets worse and worse. And so, Lord, uh, I don't like that feeling, and so I want to make sure I confess my sins and uh, repent of my sins and don't go to bed with sin and anger in my heart, my mind, soul, and spirit. And Lord, help others to see the importance of that and help them to realize they don't need any relaxium or any other kind of (coughs) sleeping pill. Uh, They need to be right with you. Uh, Some people are troubled like a troubled sea because they're not right with you. They have not believed in you. They have not trusted in you. And they may be saved and still not are following you as they should. So Lord, help us to focus on that and not on pills and uh, other things, drugs and everything else, to uh, get us to sleep. When you have made it clear, you would gladly put us to sleep, but we need to be right with you. And So Holy Father God, I do pray that you would deliver each and every one of us, if we're willing to confess our sins, as Christians, repent of our sins and turn from our wicked ways and, uh, and do right by you and obey you. And Lord, I pray tonight that you deliver us from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. And Lord, with your lessons learned and cheerfully and joyfully. And Lord, let us not go until you have taught us all you wanted to teach us from the things that we're dealing with, and help us to react to them the way that you want us to react to them, until we leave this world, for as your servant Job said, a man is of few days, and those few days are full of trouble, and that goes for all of us across the board, And, uh, Lord, help us to remember that. That is not going to be an easy road, uh, as your servant Ian Majors has pointed out to us a long time ago. And so, Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, tonight, that you would also deliver each and every one of us from spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial, Uh, legal and student loan debt and uh, problems and troubles that we're facing. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, you would protect millions of people even in the midst of chastisement and rebuke. Lord, I thank you and punishment. I thank you for remembering mercy because, uh, Lord, no doubt people do not understand how much mercy you're showing us in light of the evil we've done in the church and outside of the church, but Lord, help them to see that, help them to understand that. In the meanwhile, I thank you for protecting us from mass housing crisis, mass food crisis, mass medical crisis even though, Lord, I know these these days will probably come because we're not repenting fast enough in your church and and not repenting in a sincere manner. And Utilities crisis as well. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you will uh, uh, protect my family and all other Christian families that name the name of Christ and all other people. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves. Protect us, Lord, from our flesh and the devil. For those of us, Lord, who are saved uh, in the family, save those who are lost. Protect us, Lord, from the demons of hell. Protect us, Lord, from the evil people in the family. Protect us, Lord, from the evil people in the church and in the world. Surround us all with your protection tonight. With the band of your holy angels and with the wall of your holy fire cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of the lord jesus christ lord i never thought i would have to pray for protection from family members and church members and uh and people from the world but lord times have changed and lord i give you the glory praise and honor as best i can Receive all glory to your name, lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in His name we pray and forsake. Amen. Every time I f- finish praying, I-, I feel like singing. Don't be jealous of me and my tea. I told you what kind of tea to get. Last night. You say, well, does your wife drink some tea? Yes, she does. She she had her green tea, I controlled the tea, and I gave her some green tea, you see, well Preacher, you didn't give her some of the puka, uh, after dinner tea, and the puka, (laughs) turmeric tea, and no I did not. because I'm punishing her for, uh, I got this puka tea, you know how I got this puka tea? I sent her into the store twice to get a certain kind of cheap detergent. And because of her pride, she went in there and got Tide. Now we all know Tide is the best and Tide is the most expensive. and uh I, I, but we're not living in a tight time. We're living in a just get the clothes washed time as cheaply as possible anyway. She went in first and said she didn't see it and i i i I sat in the car for a minute, I said, "No yeah." Hey, uh, you, you need to go back in and exchange that and get what I told you to get. In her pride and stubbornness and rebelliousness, she went in there. She saw the soap powder, but she didn't get it. She brought back the old soap powder and going to lie to me and tell me it's not in there. And I said, uh, and, I, and I was getting, you know, I had to preach later on and I wanted to get home, and uh, and I was getting ready to pull out of the parking lot. But God spoke to my heart and said, "Turn around. You you go ahead on into the store. You know it's in there. And that way too, because it's going to bother you if uh, you kn- you know that she's lying and and she's getting away with a lie." So I I got the bag and the receipt and I walked back in there and on my way to the soap powder, I saw many glorious things. (laughs) See, I'm going to always make it turn out good. Uh, I'm going to get me something. And I I saw this tea that my son originally introduced me to. I I didn't like the name. So I had to look up the name before I, I drunk it up. I had to make sure it was not uh, uh, cursed by witches and warlocks. The name is it's, it's a trip to me. But anyway, uh, I saw this tea. And I, I, know, it's, I know it's good. And, and for $1.99, I said, why don't I get a few of those? As well and then I got something else that I can't drink much of but I love it and I don't know how uh, good it is and you get these things from big lots now I I, I can't drink a whole lot of this because it has sugar in it aloe king that's that's a good if that thing is cold that's a good tasting drink no I'm not I don't get any money from this man People don't know I'm doing this. Uh, if you want a nice drink that's supposed to be healthy for you, drink that right there. You drink that right there. I picked that up the same night. So I took a bad situation and it made it turn out to be a good situation to me. And I enjoy it. And I don't give it to her. Because when, when I got back to the car, all you husbands know what I said. You You liar. I know that's not sweet evangelicalism but that's the truth and and she can't have any and, and let me just tell you husband something. I know your wives are over there all twisted up, we got their arms all twisted up <clears throat> that's not funny to me and all this kind of stuff. Let me tell you husband you can't let your wife get away with that that's going to like termites is going to destroy the trust in the marriage and destroy the marriage it's a It's a build up and so if your wife does stuff like that. You, you have to be godly enough, man enough, and have God's love in you enough to correct her on that, or there will be no hope of her stopping that. And if she's not safe, she's never going to stop it. If she is safe, she'll stop it eventually. Like I tried to tell you people, Listen to me very well the sign the simple main sign of a saved person is obedience a person that god can trust to obey him i cannot explain that to you i don't i don't understand it all I, I, but you know i do know that And the sign, the mark of a lost person who's lost, they are continuing in sin. And they have no control over it. And they really don't have any compunction about it or guilt about it. One of the reasons why I know my wife is not saved is because she uh, does not even feel guilty about her sins. And I believe her conscience has been seared with a hot iron. I really do because she never repented of not saying I love you to her children and hugging her children and so forth. Never repented of that on her own, never really uh, apologized about it Uh, Well, she apologized about it one time on her own but she has not repented of it. And one of the reasons why I let My youngest three go, because I felt sorry for them, because after she apologized, said she apologized for all of the evil that she has done to them, you would think she would spend quality time and want to spend quality time with the last three, and help them with their schoolwork, and this, that, and other, and do this, and uh, she, she was worse to them than the first four. Sad to say. Somebody is just not born again. When you're that way, because see, it it has nothing to do with personality. It has nothing to do with background. Once you meet Jesus and you get saved, I cannot tell you all he does, but he's going to do something to you. And he's going to help you to understand that you need to obey him. And when you're dealing with a person who does not understand obedience to God and His Word, they're lost, or they're very, very immature in the Lord, which is not the case here, uh, and, and uh, you really can't depend upon them, excuse me, to be what they should be. So don't let her get away with that. If she's saved, if you rebuke her, she's going to. She's not going to like it, but she'll take it, and she will change her ways, sir. If you got a wife who is uh, not saved, she's not going to like the rebuke, and she's not going to repent. And so you're going to have to. You're going to have to constantly rebuke her, and let her know. That is not acceptable. Anyway, that's all free. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, Memorial Family and Evangelistic Service family members. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 600. So, congratulations, Daniqua Grace White, as we celebrate tonight something that God used you to start in this ministry way back and I thank God for you for you and I thank God for your faithfulness to him for producing these uh, podcasts for so uh, such a long time and we give God the glory the praise and the honor for what he has done in our family, through these podcasts and all of the different hands they must pass through before we get to the podcasts, and then the thousands of folks who have listened to them in the dark and black night, uh, early mornings, evening time, all around the world. And to this day, these devotionals are some of our most popular podcasts. So we give God the glory. Thank you, Daniqua. Thank you, Daniel Ezekiel. Thank you, Danielle, for you all uh, uh, have worked hard together on these things and putting them up and uh, all of that. Making sure they're, they're wrapped up in the proper devotional and, and you all have worked together for the Lord. And God is going to reward you if you continue to uh, obey Him. And He is going to bless you and has already blessed you. And I'm so happy for you. So we give God the glory for number 600. Number 600. Number six hundred. And so, uh, we're getting a little ahead ahead of ourselves. Uh, but I, by the grace of God, I'm keeping up with it. Because, these little celebrations of milestones, pardon me, is very important. Uh, to the people who have worked so hard to produce it. It's very important to me, and uh, it's very important to some of our faithful listeners, that we acknowledge these milestones on the way, uh, on this journey that we're all on. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. We are in the great devotional once again, Charles Spurgeon's Evening and Morning. Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 7 says very clearly, All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full unto the place from whence the rivers come. Thither they return again. Allow me to read that in your hearing once again. Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse seven. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. Unto the place from whence the rivers come, thither they return again. Dr. Spurgeon goes on to share, everything sublunary is on the move, time knows nothing of rest, time is on the move. The solid earth is a rolling ball and the great Sun himself. Go ahead, Spurgeon. A star obediently fulfilling its course around some greater luminary. Tides move the sea. Winds stir the airy ocean. Friction wears the rock down. Change and death rule everywhere. The sea is not a miser's storehouse for a wealth of waters, for as by one force the waters flow into it by another, they are lifted from it. Men are born but to die. Everything is hurry, worry, and vexation of spirit. Friend of the unchanging Jesus, what a joy it is to reflect upon thy changeless heritage, thy sea of bliss, which will be forever full, since God himself shall pour eternal, eternal rivers of pleasure into it. We seek an abiding city beyond the skies, and we shall not be disappointed. The passage before us may well teach us gratitude. Father Ocean is a great receiver, but he is a generous distributor. What the rivers bring him, he returns to the earth. In the form of clouds and rain. That man is out of joint with the universe who takes all but makes no return. To give to others is but sowing seed for ourselves. He who is so good a steward as to be willing to use his substance for his Lord shall be entrusted with more. Friend of Jesus, art thou rendering to him according to the benefit received? Much has been given thee. What is thy fruit? Hast thou done all? Canst thou not do more? To be selfish is to be wicked. Allow me to repeat that in your hearing. To be selfish is to be wicked. That's a powerful statement, my friends. To be selfish is to be wicked. Suppose the ocean gave up none of its watery treasure. It would bring ruin upon our race. God forbid that any of us should follow the ungenerous and destructive policy of living unto ourselves. Jesus pleased not himself. All fullness dwells in him, but of his fullness have all we received. Oh, for Jesus spirit, that henceforth we may live not unto ourselves, and not be selfish. And uh, the Lord gave me a thought while I was sharing uh, that with you. This is one of the reasons why we have these services every day. For we as Christian people, we need to hear God's word and God's truth every day. And it was that way at the beginning of the church. And we need it now here at uh, this stage and where we are today. We need to hear God's word every day. We need to pray every day. And we need to be constantly moving for the Lord and serving the Lord and uh, obeying the Lord. Tonight let's pray for some of the folks who are hurting by name from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. And do remember now, there are other plagues out here now, the monkeypox plague, the uh, now polio is back, not only in New York but in London. They found polio in the sewage in London. And so they're giving children shots and all kinds of things like that are going on. I uh, don't ask me how they found it in, in the sewage, but it's there. And when they say, first of all, they're not going to say something is out there if it's not. In fact, they're going to wait too long to tell you. You can believe that. The World Health Organization, CDC, all of these people, they're not going to tell you something is out there if it is not. That's the last thing the government wants them to do. So let's pray for others. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, Lord, we do pray for the millions who are still hurting and uh, still reeling from the coronavirus plague, the deaths to the family, and people who are still sick and who have been sick. Lord, we pray for a few by name as well as we have been doing for 800 and now 15 services. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Germany resident Nathalie. Lambrek We pray for the family and friends of Zimbabwe resident Arthur Ron Arira, Mu Ram We pray Lord for the family and friends of New Mexico resident Krista Michelle Daniel and Holy Father God we pray now for uh, some folks on the prayer We pray for Pastor Roshibi, who sent a wonderful letter thanking us for praying for him and his ministry and prayer requests and standing with them in this way. And uh, Lord, we thank you for them, for I am sure they're praying for us as well over in Kenya. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and we thank you for the great Sunday services at Kabula Church. Please supply all their needs individually. And as a ministry during tough times, protect them and provide them with the food they need throughout the August election period, which is going on right now. Okay, okay. Don't worry about it. Right here. Just peel this back. And Holy Father God, we pray. We continue to pray for Pastor Bashebe. and his ministry and church and lord we pray uh, for the people who have gotten saved uh, through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry we pray lord for nelly we pray for maria we pray for juan we pray for lachecia and we pray for brenda and we commit all of these souls into your hands let your will be done in their lives and in ours And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight for the salvation of those who are lost. Help them to hear the gospel, to understand it, and to get saved by it tonight. Lord, I do remember and I do recall a time one day you had me to preach on hell. It was a dreary Sunday morning, a very dark overcast Sunday morning. And uh, we had a decent crowd in the church but not our normal crowd. And the beautiful young couple who had been in the church for a while and uh, we thought both of them were saved Evidently, the wife was saved. And, Lord, you led me to preach on hell, and I didn't even know why. Then I found out why, at the end of the service, this young man, well-to-do young man, came forward, and we thought he was saved already, but he wasn't. And he got saved on that dreary Sunday morning. And then the next day, when he was walking into the house, he fell down dead. And we had to have a funeral for him that following week. And and you gave me the privilege to uh, bury him. So Lord, uh, I don't know who is in the audience tonight, but Lord, you know. And I pray that you will open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears and help them to hear and to understand the simple gospel and to get saved and to be saved tonight. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're with us tonight and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ in the free pardon of your sins, if you are not saved, I highly recommend to you that you get saved tonight, that you truly believe in the Lord Jesus Christ For the Bible says very clearly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. God made it very easy for you to get saved. You just need to be sincere. You cannot play with God. You need to be sincere about it and He'll save you. If you want to be saved and you believe in Him, He will save you. And if God can save me, He can save anybody. For I am just a nobody telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Jesus Christ gave the greatest sermon ever preached. Jesus Christ said the most loving, most magnificent, and most important words ever said in the history of the world. When he told the world his purpose and how that they can get saved from hell and get saved to heaven even though they don't deserve it. He said it one night to the great theologian Nicodemus. He said, For God so loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, that is perish in hell, but have everlasting life. You must understand, dear friend, that Because of your sinful nature and my sinful nature. Because of how depraved we are. We don't think like God. We don't see things the way God sees things. And He does not. uh, And so His thoughts are not our thoughts. So you need to understand that. And the reason why you need to understand that is because God takes the matter of sin far more seriously than we do. Uh, And, uh, in fact, God says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why you cannot listen to momming them. That's why you cannot listen to uh, what words you have in your mind. You must listen to God's words. And you would be wise to obey God's words. Especially when it comes down to the Gospel. You need to do what Jesus Christ is talking about. And these the greatest words ever spoken in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Obey the instructions of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can be saved from the burning hell. And hell is a real place because Jesus Christ Preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. I told you, God is very serious about this. The Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. And he's angry like a parent is angry with the, his children. A father's angry with his children because they are doing things to hurt themselves. Jesus Christ died for our sins so that we would not have to go to hell and suffer the pain and torment in hell forever and forever. For Jesus Christ preached that hell is a place where the fire is never quenched. And I know that there are many pastors and preachers who want to preach messages to you about how getting saved is going to make you rich and make you wealthy, healthy, and wise and all of that. I can't promise you that, and I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that. Jesus Christ said, In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Now, you're going to have tribulation whether you're saved or lost, a Christian or not a Christian, because Job said a long time ago that a man born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. The difference with Jesus Christ is, you can have good cheer while you're going through your trouble. You can have joy and you can have peace. And you can have victory by believing in Him and trusting Him. For He said, I uh, overcame the world. So believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be set free from the power of your sins such as lying and stealing Uh, lusting and coveting what other people have, acting like God can't do it for you, so you're envious of them and jealous of them and all of that foolishness, want to rob them, disobeying your parents, dishonoring your parents, even betraying your parents, Dishonoring God by taking God's name in vain. That's just five of the commandments that you have broken. And when you break a commandment, that's called sin. And uh, one sin can get you into hell. Because God demands holiness and perfection. You say, well, nobody can is perfect. Nobody is that holy, nobody's perfect. Nobody is uh, 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 like that. Nobody can uh, be like that. Well, I know somebody who is. His name is Jesus Christ. That's why he was able to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. That's why he was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. He took your place because he never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And he, uh, his holy, untainted blood was shed for your sins and for mine. And all you have to do is believe in Him. That's all you can do. You can't pay the church any money to get saved. You can't pay for a ticket to get on the good ship Zion. You don't have enough money. That goes for Bezos. That goes for uh, Elon. It goes for Zuckerberg and everybody else. There's not enough money to get on this train, in the world. You can't pay for it because it's too expensive. It is priceless. The precious blood of God that was shed on the ground and on the cross for you. Getting baptized will not save you, that's not enough. Joining the church will not save you, that is not enough. The old saints used to sing a song 99 and a half won't do, because only Jesus will do for salvation. So, dear friend, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. Call on his name, for the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on his name right now. Follow me in what is called the sinner's prayer, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I admit that I have sinned against you, that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. And I do believe in your gospel, your good news, that you died for my sins, to pay my sin debt, that you were buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, and help me to change from my old ways. Help me to repent of all of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle, and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray, and for his sake, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you just prayed that prayer with me and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, that He suffered, He bled, and He died on the cross for your sins, may I say congratulations to you for doing the most important thing in, li- in life And welcome to the family. To help you to grow in the faith, read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. You can go to gospellightsociety.com and read that book free of charge. Also, please send us an email and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you that you believed in christ so that we can rejoice with you and send you some more materials to help you to stand strong in the faith we are here for you 24 hours a day seven days a week meaning you can reach out to us 24 hours a day seven days a week and uh oh, and believe it or not we have people in our ministry who are up till two three four five six o'clock in the morning sometimes uh, so uh, it's almost a 24 hour uh, uh seven days a week man really truly uh we have people working into the wee hours of the morning every night and uh and we thank the lord for them and uh uh, so reach out to us. Send in your prayer request if you have one. And we'll pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, make sure you pray. You read the Bible. Read the Bible with your family and pray with your family. And as I heard somebody say recently, pray out loud. Amen. Pray without ceasing. Don't stop. Pray always. There's a reason why God told us to do that. Jesus Christ gave us a parable to this end. That men ought always to pray. And not to faint. I know some of y'all lying in the bed listening to me right now. And you're about almost ready to go to sleep. You're waiting for me to shut up. So you... <laughs> but you need to go ahead on and pray right now. You need to get sit up and pray. I guess you can pray lying down while you're going to sleep. But show respect for God. Throw something over your back and over your chest and cover yourself, cover your legs up with the sheet and, and pray. I've done that before. Okay, show respect for God and then go to bed and I guarantee you, you won't need him. you won't need uh, any kind of drugs, anything else. And you'll have a great night of rest and sleep. And I'm going to tell you something you ought to pray pray and ask god to rebuke and bind the devil and the demons of hell from your family and from you while you sleep because the devil will invade your sleep if you don't if you're not prayed up and you're in sin and and by the way now' it's that all of that is not going to work you can't talk about move over Bo peep give him my sheep move over uh, bo peep and move over Sylvia come on Let's pray That ain't going to work If you shacking up Okay None of that's going to work But I'm telling you it's not None of that Both people got to get up and go And so does Sylvia Okay Because uh, God ain't going to be with that You say Preacher God don't love me If I'm shacking up with both people God loves everybody But he does not love your sin So you can't be doing that you see, you're not praying to God at that point. You're playing with God, and God does not play. <laughs> I don't know why you people think God plays. God does not play. That's not what he does. Okay? God does not play. Jesus does not play. Now, if you, listen. Jesus suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins. Was buried and rose in. You think he's playing about your sin? You need to get that out of your mind. Let me uh, uh, disabuse you of that thought. Okay? No, no, no. Now, uh, that's what's wrong with us today in the church. Uh, we think it's okay to, to do evil and sin. Uh, and somewhere, I don't know where that started, but it started a while back and it's not good. And we're in, the, we're in a mess because of that theology and that thinking. But God loves you. I love you. May God bless you real good tonight, and understand, there's only one life to live, it will soon be passed, only what's done for Christ will last. Let's stand and pray, even some of you are at home, if you're not in the bed, you can sit up, stand up for God, stand up, stand up for Jesus, one of the songs we used to sing a lot, around here. And I'm going to pray and uh, uh, we'll listen to the hymns of the faith right after that. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you and thank you so much for blessing us to be here tonight around prayer and your holy word. Remembering the old hymns of the faith and the words that matter so much. And also remember the old old saints. thanking you for them. Thanking you for your servants who pray so hard who, and, and who work so hard. And who are so faithful to you in doing your work and will. We give you all of the glory, the praise, and the honor. Help your people to pray tonight before they go to bed and to pray when they get up to go to the bathroom and to pray when they get up in the morning and help them to pray with their family members and for their family members and help them from that to pray without ceasing until you come in Jesus or until we die. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.